Hey everyone, welcome here and glad to have you along. Did you know that I am now on Locals? Locals is an app where you can build community. Think of it like a modern day Facebook group. There you can get free content. I host morning coffees, some afternoon happy hours. You get tons of bonus content, discounts to programs and functions, and it's the best place to connect with me and the subscription box community as we continue to grow. All the videos are free to watch and all you have to do is sign up on Locals. And the best place to do that is to download the Locals app and search for The Subscription Box Show or Eric Music, or you can go to the actual website, thesubscriptionboxshow.locals.com, and there you'll be able to sign up for free. Hope to see you there, and remember to check out our new YouTube channel, The Subscription Box Show. Cheers, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, if you're still early in the subscription journey, even if all you have is a great idea, SubSummit is where you need to go. It's the world's largest conference for entrepreneurs just like you. They're currently accepting applications for a startup scholarship program. Winners will receive a free ticket to the conference next year, hotel accommodations, and up to $500 USD in travel reimbursement. Guys, that's like... 1200 Canadian. We're talking about a prize package valued at almost $4,000. All you got to do is apply at subsummit.com forward slash scholarship. That's subsummit.com forward slash scholarship. What is going on? Good morning, everyone, or good afternoon, whenever you are listening to this. Today, I want to hop on and quickly talk about pricing, raising your prices. Now, I know I've covered this fairly recently, but we had to kind of talk about it again internally here with our subscription box. So I want to kind of like bring it down and what we broke down with our subscription box to break it down with you. So without further ado, uh, today I'm going to talk about when you should raise your prices, how you can you raise your prices, and should you raise your prices. So let's just knock out the first one here first, which is should you. You know what? Let's keep that one for last because I think everyone's going to be differently depending on how you've structured your pricing to begin with. I think as a whole, subscription box entrepreneurs, we're trying to be competitive. It's pretty competitive landscape and we price our boxes pretty aggressively. Am I not correct there? Right? Like, I don't think I'm wrong in saying that. So we have to be competitive. And I think we're in a really interesting time that everything's kind of going up inflationary times. I'll read you a quote here from Robert Scrobe. He was on the show a while back. His quote is, raising prices is necessary in today's inflationary times. So, I mean, I recently read something else as well from Ray Cornell. She has been on the show as well. And I've been actually on her show. Uh, she's a She's got a marketing agency, but she talks about a copy a lot. But she was talking about how your box prices, how do you set your price? Well, you got to look at all your stuff and you can't just really go by what the market is dictating in some cases, because if you're not profitable... What's the point of you going into business? So first things first is I'm going to say this, that really hit home. So me and Christine decided to do an internal audit on like, okay, we had just raised our prices last year, right around this time. And we didn't feel that comfortable doing it again because we had raised it from quite a bit. So just to give you some quick, let me just quickly tell you the breakdown. Uh, So when we first launched the subscription box in 2019, we were quarterly box. We quickly switched that over to, in 2021, we switched it to, a monthly box. And when we start off, our prices for a 12-month subscription, because you tier your prices, you know, 12 months, six month, our 12-month was $29.99. <laughs> Last year we raised our 12-month to $49.99. And I'll I don't know, you'll stay tuned to find out if we raise them again or not after internal audit. But uh, just to give you an idea, that was a pretty significant increase, right? I don't know what the percentage on that would be, but I'm sure it's like 30, 40 percent. 
Now, when should you look at your price? So this is what we did. We did intro audit. We looked at all the stuff again. So that's very easy to do. If you're not too sure where to start, keep it super simple, right? Just kind of go through everything that's in your boxes, your products. So we went, oh, I wish I had my list here. We had products, shipping, which are the two biggest ones, right? Shipping actually is our biggest one. And how does that affect everything, right? And that's basically where you might not have to raise your prices if you don't include free shipping. But is that hurting your business as well? I don't know. Maybe it's something to revisit as well, actually. The fill, so the packaging, so excluding the box. So just your fill, the tape, all that kind of stuff that goes in there. Uh, your box itself, so the box itself. Oh, and then your operations. So the operations is kind of like, you know, your website, your apps that go within your Shopify site. You know, for us, we have both subscriptions. We have these different apps that we kind of use, right? So what are all those costs kind of lined up to? The electricity, the cost to run your business. And so this is just bare bones. I'm not talking about a huge audit where it's like, you know, if you have employees, you got to take into consideration, which you should down the road, your own salary, which you might not have to do right at this point. But at some point, you have to make money in this thing. So taking that into consideration, we broke down now with the new cost was as of last month, we piled all our bills together and look at our shipping costs. We looked at our box because we had to order some new boxes. What are boxes? What's how that went up in price as well? Our packaging, like just that fill that you put into the box, uh, crinkle, crinkle paper. That went up huge. We buy these, I think, I don't know if they're 80 pound boxes or 50 pound boxes. They're the big ones from Uline. They were used to be cheap, but now it's like, it costs us fortune to get them here. So it's like, you got to put that in sparingly or if it, if it's, maybe it's not even worth it anymore. I'm not sure. But all that stuff has gone up. So we calculated all our prices and I was shocked. I couldn't believe it because we're like, we thought it was really tight the last few months. So our new prices, like I said, were $49.99. So $49.99. And then when we did our, that was for a 12 month. Our six month prices was $53.99. And a month to month was $59.99. So um, if you're just going month to month, you're paying the $59.99. Okay. Well, we just did our pricing. Their shipping went up again on average because we get we use KitPat fulfillment. Remember, I did that live from the warehouse. We still get a better rate from them than if I go to Canada Post even with the commercial bulk account. So we still use them to fulfill our boxes. When we started, again, going back to when our prices were $29.99, the average box cost at that time to ship was $12 to $13. And we thought that was insanely expensive, which it is because our American counterparts were paying around $3 a box. Now, I'm not too sure what the Americans are paying now, but our boxes have significantly went up. When we went to $49, the average price in shipping was $16 to $18. And then recently, I had a feeling it was around $20. I don't do all the accounting stuff. So we broke it down yesterday. It's $22 a box now on average. That's what it costs. We, we calculated all the, the total bill from Kitpack divided by how many boxes we shipped. It was $22. I was shocked. So $22 for that. Our box prices went up to buck 15 now. We used to be under a dollar. So $1.15. And as we went through the whole, you know, the packaging, the product cost went up a ton. We used to pay like landed $3 a product. Now it's doubled because of the shipping cost to get it here from overseas, from across the country. And everyone's charging you the shipping because it's just so expensive. We're lucky now if our products are around $6 a product, which is crazy to think. Because you want good quality as well. We need, we need to have good quality. We need to have quality products in a subscription box. It needs to be all about the curation, the excitement of getting that product. And it has to be something good if they're going to pay even what it was for, you know, $50, $60 a box. And how many of these products are you putting in there? So do all that stuff comes out that our box is over $50 a box now. And now, again, we're playing it a little bit safe going on the high end, but that is insane. So how do you make money in this thing? Well, we can't charge $100 a box, 
So we're going to really be focusing on add-ons, which I'll get into. But for now, we had to raise our prices, which we did. So when should you raise your prices? Well, when you're not making money from the current costs and that you can sort of budget, if you can eat it for a bit and project that your cost of products will go down significantly and you can market that in there, in your margins, great. But if I'd say, look at how much it's costing you to put your box together. So when should you raise your prices? When you're not being profitable anymore, you need to be profitable. You're not in this for a hobby. I'm not. I'm in this because it's replacing my full-time income. So we had to raise our prices again. We did. So I'm going to say we went again another 20%. We had to go another 20% up. Now our 12-month is now $59.99. And we went $64.99 for a six-month. And month-to-month is now $69.99. So we had to do it. It sucks. And even that's cutting it close now. Because if it's around, you know, the 45 to $50 mark to put out a box, you know, even at the low end 12 months, you hope during those 12 months, you can upsell them on stuff, having an add on, having an upsell the box, having a good email strategy is huge now uh, more than ever to keep those customers buying products, having sales, having, keeping them excited about stuff, letting in the loop, posting past products that they can maybe purchase if they weren't part of your, your system yet, your subscription ecosystem. So you got to get creative folks. I think, um, so when's the right time? I think it's now. Like everything's gone up. Look at your, I really strongly suggest before you pack up, look at your stuff and just kind of figure out that if I raise my prices, this still makes sense. And people know, how do you do that? So there's a checklist I'm going to uh, post at the bottom here. Uh, by the time this is over, you can go over the checklist. There's nine points on how to do that. But a couple of the ones that stick out for sure is you're going to grandfather in the people that have already paid. So if someone signed up for a 12 month at $49.99, they're staying at $49.99. There's no way you can change them because it, it was a deal and you want to honor that. So we're going to, of course, honor all our 12 and six month subscribers that were there at. But anyone coming in going forward, they're going to be paying the new prices starting this week. We just haven't done the, quite the switch yet, but you'll see if you go to louisandlea.com, you'll see that our prices have gone up and we're going to do it at the same time. How should you do it? I think you should do it with some excitement. So we're changing a bit the face of the, we're going to go into our Christmas season look. So the website's changing. The website's going to have a Christmas feel to it. It's going to have a new offer. So that makes it exciting. And then the new pricing as well is in there. This episode is sponsored in part by SubSummit, the world's largest conference dedicated to subscriptions. As a bootstrap subscription box entrepreneur myself, I know how hard it can be to build and grow your business. It takes a lot of time, energy, and money. Well, SubSummit makes everything easier. It's a great event where thousands of subscription business owners from across the globe come together to grow, connect, and discover how to engage with their subscribers and enrich their subscription offering. You can expect to network with hundreds of other subscription box owners, vendors, and leaders in the industry. SubSummit gives you the tools you need to take your subscription business to the next level. Guys, the Startup Scholarship Program could get you there for free if you have 1,000 or less subscribers. It includes a free ticket to the 2023 conference in Dallas, plus hotel accommodations at the Chardon Dallas, and up to $500 US in travel reimbursement. So what you got to do is head over to subsummit.com forward slash scholarship and apply today. Again, that's subsummit.com forward slash scholarship and apply today. And you could be heading over to Dallas in May for free. I think also something you should do is have it in your frequently asked questions. So put in your FAQ section, add a section, why do we sometimes raise pricing? Because people wonder, like, why do they keep raising their prices? Are they greedy? It's like, well, no, 
we need to do this is if we want to keep receiving our amazing subscription box and you want to keep getting these these fun things, we need to be able to function and stay in business. So I think having it in your FAQ section is a good thing. Grandfathering it is a huge thing. And then doing it with an offer, but with some excitement as well. I think your existing email customers, personally, I don't know if that's actually in the checklist or not, if you should notify them. I don't think it matters because it doesn't affect them. It's just new people that are coming in. It's just going to be the norm for them. Okay. I think also a how is making sure now because your prices are going to be more expensive for us. I'm scared at like someone, you know, if they're prepaying over $700 now for a thing, it's scary. But I think the curation, you got to make sure you're bang on on your stuff now, making sure you got some wicked products, a wicked offer is all going to help with that new pricing. And I think people are kind of getting used to like just things being more expensive now, right? Depending on where you are, like just going to fill up your vehicle for gas is insane. Okay. So another thing about when, I think now is a good time to do it because of the Christmas season, Black Friday, all that stuff, you could kind of like really, you know, get your your website looking good while having that new kind of feel and look. So it's kind of like a new stage. Another good time to do it would be just in the New Year's. Once this is all over, keep pushing as much as you can with your pricing maybe, and then start the New Year. But I think you should do it now before and get all these people that are going to be coming in Q4. End of Q4 is a huge time for subscription boxes. Get all these people paying at that new price to help you in that new year is a good um, tactic in my opinion. Okay, and focus on the pre on the prepaid stuff as well for gifting, for sure. We do sp- certain things for them. You can do like a draw where they can win an extra prize or you can have it where the, if you have an add-on, it's included on prepaid subscriptions. Things like that is going to help and um, just make it a little more enticing for people to, to pull the trigger on that gift and choose you. And why should they choose you? Have that very, very obvious on your website, why it's a great gift, right? It is that kind of time of the year when people are going to your site, they're probably looking to do a gift for someone. It's probably not for them. Because just look at yourself personally. I, I don't personally do a lot of shopping for myself this time of year. If I'm going to do some shopping, for the most part, it's for you know friends, family, that sort of thing, okay? And should you raise your prices? Well, again, that comes down to, is it time? Do an internal audit. Should you raise your pricing? Are you in it now because of a hobby and you're stuck, not making anything and it's really tight and it's stressful? And you probably should. You probably should. Everyone else is doing it. So jump on board and don't miss the boat on this one. So again, what we did, we went over a box, did a good audit, but we also, what we did, we're going to try to change it up a bit. So we work from our home. I'm actually in my office here. I got a small section of the office. I'm literally surrounded by boxes and shelves. We're opening up a retail. We've never done that before. This office has been converted into a retail space. Now, if you can do that in a sunny part of, or a hot part of the country, if you're in the States, awesome. Open up your garage and just set that up. I don't know how you can do it from your home. If you got a little space you can rent out and it makes sense financially, do that. But we're going to open up the house here. We got a sign. We've got everything labeled. Everything's ready to go. And maybe I'll do a, for my my local supporters, maybe I'll do a quick virtual tour of the shop once it's officially done. It's opening up next week. So uh, we're not quite there yet, but once it's done and it's all tidied up and looking a little better than it is now, I'll, I might share that with our local supporters. So, but retail, I think is a good thing for you to try to get into as well at this time of year. I think there's like a huge pushback on, re, not a pushback, but a new um, re, reignited love with retail. It's amazing. I'm going to, after hockey practice to like, you know, just your local mall or whatever. And to me, I can't believe the cars that are there now. Like it's insane. People think that our malls are dying because everyone's buying online. Everyone is buying online, but people are also buying in person because these places are full. So um, I think retail is another tool in the toolkit that you might want to consider adding as well. The checklist. I'm going to kind of just for you guys, you're not going to be going to read it. I'm just going to read it for you here. So these are 
taken from Robert Scrobe. He was on the show. He also wrote a book. Here's his checklist. Raising prices is necessary in today's inflationary times. That was the quote I mentioned earlier. But many subscription businesses are making the same big mistake, relying on past value to justify future subscription rate increases. Instead, here's a checklist to raise prices, retain as many customers as possible, and grow your reoccurring revenue. Ready? Number one, grandfather. I touched on that. Consider retaining current pricing for some or all of your existing members. And I would suggest you guys don't play with fire. Just my opinion only. Robert knows more than me, but if it's you're asking me, I'm saying you're grandfathering everyone. But um, you know, my opinion only. Uh, number two, engage. Identify and recruit advocates who can support you on customer forums. That's a good one. I'd maybe push back and say, is that going to really push the needle? Identify and recruit advocates who can support you on customer forums. Yeah, maybe. Uh, number three, survey. Solicit input and engagement from your subscribers in advance so they feel heard. Yeah, I mean, survey is always a great thing. In the end, though, they're going to want lower prices. So just be aware. People always want lower prices. In the end, I say this. Survey, sure, you can get a pretty good feel that everyone's going to not like you raising your pricing. But you also have to look at your product costs. Now, if your products are through the roof and you have a chance to find your cost at a different place and you're just being, not lazy, but you're being comfortable by kind of going to the same well over and over again, you might want to look at different options. Are there local people that can make it for less? And you can save on shipping by picking it up. Are there, you know, you've never shopped overseas, but now it's time for you to maybe do so. Those are the kind of things like your surveys will dictate a lot. Maybe you can ask things like, are you currently happy with the products that are in the box? Are you currently happy with the packaging and the look? And, and maybe they're not, and maybe they are. And then you can keep going that way. But for the pricing, you got to do what's profitable for you. You got to be in this to make money. Number four, levels. Premium price subscription tiers may generate the needed revenue without upsetting the general subscribers who are happy with what they're receiving. I love that. You can always do premium. Even the way we're doing it, we're not doing different levels necessary, but we're going to now be promoting ourselves as a premium priced and a premium subscription box. So this is not for bottom feeders, no offense, who just want the cheapest thing, but the lowest price and who are going to churn fast. We want to engage and attract people with money, people who are willing to pay for a good service because we do believe we have a good service. We put a lot of time and effort into our product research, into the stuff that goes in, the curation, the packaging. Everything is well thought out. And I think that's a premium service. So if you want to go higher price, you can always do some premium stuff like that. Uh, number five, prepaid. Give subscribers the opportunity to renew at their current pricing for an extended term. Yeah, prepaid. I mean, for sure. And I'd say this time of year, especially this time of year, really focus on the prepaid stuff. If you can get bang out a ton of subscriptions prepaid, it's going to really help your cash flow to go ahead and order that product even for down the road. And you can now go overseas maybe for the first time and use sea shipping by sea, not by air because it's crazy expensive by air, but it's going to take some other time. So you're going to have some more time to kind of like use that cash flow to go look into the future, which you can start going for your January, February, March, April boxes. Number six, future, promote the upcoming value and benefits you will be delivering. Yeah, totally. I love that. It speaks for itself. Number seven, features. Announce any new features you are bringing online to help soften the blow. Yeah, I think never being apologetic about it. So I'm going to, he doesn't have that in these top nine, but never be apologetic. So, so sorry, we were raising price. Like, no way, man. Like, be it's exciting. This is new. We're doing all these new things. And that's the other thing I felt to mention. When we raise our prices by, you know, 
almost 50% last year from $29.99 to $49.99. We added stuff that was low cost, but added more value. So our boxes, you should have three products and a mama add-on. Now we added, we still got those three premium products. We still have the mama add-on if she wants. We also have a card. So like the last month was um, how to boost baby brain development. And it gives you ideas and it's a cute card that's kind of themed with that month of October. You also have a disc. We found a local lady that makes discs and it's a theme, different theme every month. So it's a photoprop disc. Uh, that doesn't cost us too much. We also added another print. So Christine designs these prints every month that they can put in the baby room, in their favorite room in the house, on the fridge or whatever. So we added a bunch of little things, just those three things, the print, the informational card, and the disc. You know, that's new features that are inside the box. And I think those are no-brainers when you have to do it. But just my point is don't be apologetic about it. So yeah, announce any new features you're bringing to that as well. And if you you have to find, I think if you're going to raise your prices, you don't necessarily have to, but I think it's a really smart thing if you can add some stuff in there that doesn't cost you. For example, the print and the card, other than our work, yes, we have to put the cards together. We have to find stuff to put in there. But it's more sweat equity. Like the actual cost of the cards are you know, maybe 50 cents each, a dollar combined, right? The disc is a couple of bucks. So like for $3, but you're raising your prices, let's in this case was $20. You know what I mean? Number eight, incremental. Consider smaller annual or semi-annual price increases instead of large price hikes that upset members. Now, again, if you're grandfathering, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. We're not going to go, like I see what they're doing. I think it's like death by a thousand cuts or one ripping off the bandaid. I like the ripping off the bandaid. So you can go incremental for sure. We need cash flow now. So we're just going to um, redesign and market how we do it. And we're going straight up another $10 increase. So we were $49.99. Now it's $59.99. This is the reality of what we're, we're selling. Number nine, communicate. No one likes surprises. Communicate clearly and treat your subscribers like you'd want your grandmother to be treated. Yes, that has to be on your website the way it's treated, but obviously your customer support, but even in your frequently asked questions, right? Have them, right? Because a lot of people will go check it out. So have them in there and, and be very polite and ex- always excited about what you're doing. Always positive. Don't bring the negative. Don't bring the sorry and the uh, oh, poor me. It's so hard to make it in today's landscape. They don't need to know that. They're going to you because they want to escape that reality. They want something fresh and something exciting and fun and hopefully a good product as well. So I hope that checklist helped. I'm going to have it in the comments as well. But if you have any questions, please post them here on Locals. If you're listening to this later on, make sure to go to Locals to check that out. The subscription box show.locals.com. And if you're listening to podcasts, you can always email me your questions as well. Eric at the subscription box show.com. You can DM me on LinkedIn or you can post a comment on our Locals channel. So thanks for listening. And for additional resources on this kind of stuff, I would also suggest you go to subta.com. They got great stuff. Subta stands for the Subscription Trade Association. They got a ton of good stuff there. You can have a free or paid membership there. And they also got some cool contests going on right now, like I mentioned in the ad. So I'll let those roll out as you listen to them when it comes to the scholarship programs and the sub-summit stuff. So thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. If you haven't checked it out yet, make sure to check out our YouTube channel. Junior does a great job editing the show and making it look as good as possible despite the lack of camera and lights that we have here. But he does do a good job. So thanks, Junard, for editing the show. PodTech, if you guys have a podcast yourself and you need some help there, make sure to reach out to me and I can connect you with Junard and his team at PodTech over in the Philippines. All right. Thanks, everyone, for watching, for listening. And if you have any questions, again, make sure to reach out and I'll be sure to help. Cheers. 
A massive thank you to the proud sponsors of this episode, SubSummit. Make sure to take advantage of the Startup Scholarship Program, guys, for your chance to attend the world's largest D2C subscription conference next year. Applications close on December 13th. Links are available in the show notes. Hope to see you there. Cheers.